What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And then that's oh, when you get there. What happened? Huh? I don't know. Hey, what's going on? I don't know. Huh? You huh? tell me. Huh? Huh? Hey, huh? Huh? what's good, y'all? Let's <laughs> go back to the <laughs> Back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to show and love. We got the squad in the building. Yeah. yeah. Gang, 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 hey, gang, gang. The pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid, is in the building. Did you see somebody in the comments was like, why do they call him petty? And then drop the definition of petty to like <laughs> say that you weren't that petty. That mess was hilarious. Oh, uh, we got uh JC over in the cut. He's in Ringo's red hot corner because Ringo is not here. This man is out in uh Tallahassee, Florida, or wherever he's at. I don't know what the hell is going Jeez. on in that. He brought the trap in window in back. In he brought the trap window back. And then, of course, in the producer seat today, Uh-oh. we got C-Dub. Upgrade. Joel, he's touching your stuff. Mini Wait a minute. Hey, Okay. Hey, we got a lot to get into on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze, man. I mean, we got to touch on uh tough segue. Uh, does a Chicago Bears win versus the Los Angeles Chargers actually mean Anything, does that change the outlook on the season? What does a loss mean? Uh, we also got some updates on uh, some interesting uh, draft capital that could be used to acquire pieces this season. And then uh, finally, listen, the Chicago Bulls played last night. Well, the Oklahoma City Thunder played last night. I don't think the Bulls showed up. Uh. So we got to talk about that as well. All that and more on today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, me and Kid out here on a thirsty Thursday. Shout out to y'all. Uh, tip your bartenders. What's good, y'all? How y'all feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling, feeling good. Great. I'm happy basketball is back. I baby. So happy yeah. Basketball Let's go. is back, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's about Hey, Victor Wimbiama uh, adjusting to uh, not being able to touch people in the NBA <laughs> definitely affected him definitely last affected night. Him. Absolutely. Man, last night yeah. was like, hey, yo, I can't like run into that dude. <laughs> like, y'all ticky tack like that over here. Okay, I just want to make sure. Nah, man, uh, listen, a lot to get into today. Let's start it off here because the Bears have a game that I guess you could consider a big game versus the Chargers coming up. Well, Pat, why is it a big game? Because if the Bears win, they move to three and five, which technically puts you on the bubble. Be second in the division. That's crazy. It's insane. There are too many playoff teams in the NFL. Everybody and their mama's making it. At the end of the season, kid is in the playoffs. Hey, you know what? At least now we know what it feels like to be the Cowboys. Ooh, oh, wow. No, nah, the Cowboys win the division. No, mm, nah, not really. They, they, oh, they, they, win, they win 11 to 12 the Cowboys games. Like six yeah, they always and... fall off at the tail end. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys do be trash. I'm not debating you on that. What I'm saying is that they be trash, but the rest of the division be more trash, so they be less trash. So what you're saying is they're – Beautiful garbage. A, a beautiful garbage. Okay. All right. I got to get that, that in every packed. time we do it. Y'all down packed on that one. Hey, bro, that mess was hilarious. I don't know if they're going to call you all supporters or not. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. You know, it's a great voice. Uh, but no, at the end of the day, uh, here's the question uh, I posted it to the chat. What does a Bears win do? Does that change your outlook on the rest of the season? If they go in there into Los Angeles, a team that, I mean, listen, if the Chargers beat us, it'll be the Chargers got it right. If the Bears beat the Chargers, it'll be, oh, well, you know, of course the Bears beat mm-hmm. the Chargers. The Chargers are pieces of garbage as well, <laughs> uh, which is exactly what happened with the Commanders. What are your thoughts on the outcome of uh, this Chargers game if it does go that way? I think it's a couple of things you have to take into consideration. How you win is important. And I, I know I've said that plenty of times, but it's true. Like, if they go in there and Tyson is, is show fumbles and, like, all of a sudden it's, like, six to three and they win the game. Yeah. That's an ugly win, whatever, right? That's the Chargers being trash, us kind of just taking advantage of the situation. But if we go in there and Tyson plays well, the run game is dominant. Luke Getzey calls another good game. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, the, the, the Chicago Bears are trending in the right direction. And statistically, believe it or not, we've been trending in the right direction. The We're, right like, direction. number one in running. Our, our defense, we have a top defense in the last three games of the year. Well, against five. the rush. Against the top rush. Five defense yeah. against the run. Um, our we've been, you know, I know I think the last three, four games includes the two games, Justin and DJ Moore just went nuts. Yeah. So I mean, like if you look at it from that perspective, there's not many teams hotter than the Chicago Bears. This is just continuing. That's that's wild to think about, right? Like, but the, but that's the, that's what the stats show you. That's the truth of it. So it's like realistically. 
it may be one of those situations where we just took a few games to get it together. Things are falling in place. I think it now, you know, obviously that adds to the QB controversy. If he goes out there and plays well, that happens. Um, I think that's a real question too, right? Like a hundred, keeping it a hundred. If he goes out there and he gives you the same game and the Bears win, that doesn't change my opinion on where I stand right now with the Justin Fields conversation. What you mean by same game? Like clean game? Clean game, but one sixty-two, maybe manager. a tutty. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, and you win the game. Like the, the last game, I get it. We can hype Beijing up. We can be excited about Beijing. We can, and I'm I'm glad that the kid played well. What's about two fifty two tuds? Mm. Two fifty two tuds. We having a different conversation, right but right but now. but I mean, like, <laughs> no, that's a, that's a very different conversation. That's a very different game. I mean, you won the game off of the strength of your quarterback's arm. Yep. But and the Chargers are going to force him to throw if they can stop the run, which they struggle at as well. <laughs> but I mean, but like, and, that's, and that's that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, if he gives you a 162 game, does that mean that you feel that you can't go back on him? And I, here's the here's the part that I want people to understand about this: it's not whether we want Justin Fields to play or not. If Luke Getzey and Matt Eberflus lose, they don't work here anymore. Like, not this game, but like in the uh, season. in the season. So if if Tyson yeah. Beja goes out there and balls out and he's a guy who does something that Justin Fields hasn't done in the last two years. Execute on a high level. No, he's Consistently. done that. He did, he did that uh, 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 in week three and week four. Y'all know I'm not holding last season against them. I'm no, he not. execute their game plan on a consistent right. basis. No, uh, win two games in a row. No, nah, you can't do two games in a row. If, if, that, if that's Beijing, that's a if very Tyson low that's, that's, that's a, a low very bar. low bar, bro. <laughs> like bar. just two games. Nah. Justin Fields ate one two games in a row in two years. I mean, I like get it. it. I'm not hope. What I'm saying is, yeah. if you're the head coach, you're looking at that and saying he just won back to back games, and if we don't keep winning, I'm fired. Man, that's the politics. I want Justin Fields to be here. I think that's that a- he can be our franchise quarterback. I think he ran this system. Three times as well as Tyson Bajan did. People just can't see it because the Vikings game looked so bad when he had the wrong guy in there at center that we all agree is the wrong guy. And that's a huge thing. But the biggest thing for me is if he goes out there, 162, uh, one touchdown, and keeps everything the same, I think Justin Fields is still in a good position here. But it's good to know that I have a quarterback who could be a backup quarterback in this NFL who was a D2 guy, and we never expected any of this from him. And he can go out there and operate in hostile territory and get you a win. He definitely doesn't play like a D2 quarterback. JC, what you no, got? No, not at all. No, no, no. You know what? I'm, I'm on the fence because I look at it this way. And, again, I agree with PK. It depends on how you win, but I also think it depends on how you lose. Uh, if Tyson goes out there, and I said this last time, I think that at some point in the game, if not at the beginning of the game, they're going to be playing from behind because the Chargers are that good on offense and on defense. And so if Tyson Bajan goes out there and keeps the Bears in the game with what he needs to obviously do, which is pass more down the field, if they're going to be behind and not commit to the running game, if the Chargers are stopping them with uh, Mack and Bosa, Mm -hmm. I think that that's a step forward and you like what you see out of Bajan because then he, he shows you more than what he showed you as just a quarterback game manager this past week. If they go out and lose, but they say they lose 30 to what, 34. That still was a W to me because I'm saying, okay, well, what did Bajan do to keep them in the game? Hey, listen, you put up 30 points. Bajan puts up 30 points, though. <laughs> you know, so so that that's where I'm at. If yeah, they could get completely blown out, okay, I did. expect that. that. That's not something that I'm going to be surprised by. But, yeah, I need to see some growth. Yeah. I mean, my thing is this. I honestly believe that Beijing is going to perform decent. And like I said before, there's nothing wrong with him being a really good backup quarterback. I don't understand the debate we're having where we need to have Justin Fields versus Tyson Beijing. If anything, Beijing is filling in the role that we need as a backup quarterback. Fields is going to come back. And and if they start implementing more of a run-heavy system instead of trying to make him a pocket quarterback, I think this offense is going to start ticking in the right direction. Eberflus is running his defense. We don't have anybody in front of us that I'm afraid of. Except, except maybe the Lions. Yeah, the Lions. But if you look, if you look at our schedule, who really scares you outside of the Lions in our next few games? We got for the rest of the season, really. I don't see any the Browns. 
The Browns. That the defense, Browns defense. That defense is crazy. Hey, the Browns defense yeah. is number one in the yeah. NFL right now. And the Browns now. live rent free but in the, Justin's the, head. Sean <laughs> yeah, playing like he's still on the massage table. Uh, Ringo, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, look, I does it does a win change anything? Uh, yes and no. I feel like I'm gonna say yes because hey, relax I, there, uh, president. Uh, <laughs> pick the president, really, <laughs> whichever president you want to pick. <laughs> yes and no, yes and, yes, no. yes and no, but nah, I think that uh, I mean, I think that it, it changes the outlook of I feel like the players that you have in the building. But it doesn't change the outlook of the, uh, like, uh, like of the staff, because I, because I, I, I feel like, at the, at the end of the day, it's kind of I think what you said on Monday was like, this this is a two win football team, so even if they get up to like X amount of wins, don't think that this staff is still going to be the same. I it's still going to be the same after this year because, realistically, if Tyson Bajan goes out. Um, and in kids' dream scenario, he throws for two thirty and gets you two touchdowns. It's like okay, now thirty is not a dream scenario. You, 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 now, now you know thirty two touchdowns a dream scenario. Yeah, quarterback. we can sit there and have the conversation of okay, well, Justin really isn't running this offense quite like you you know how Luke wanted it. But hey, if Titans in there, he's making quicker decisions and getting and getting the ball out. And doing what he's supposed to do, now we can have a conversation. And especially with the with the stats that kid threw out there at the beginning, now you look at how the defense is kind of rounding in the form. Now you may you may not have to go out and get um X amount of guys that you that you thought you may have needed um continuing the season. Yeah. And and I think his the the main point of all of it is that right, like there could be a situation where Tyson Bajan is okay. Yeah. But he wins two games in a row and Flus is like, I'm going to stick with the hot hand because this is operating right. Right. Like there's a real conversation to be had that maybe they do believe that Justin Fields is the starting quarterback of their future and all of that. But we saw Matt Nagy try to save his job. Why wouldn't I think that Matt Eberflus would? Matt Nagy put in Andy Dalton behind an offensive line that literally said, yeah, you probably need a quarterback that can run around. And Andy Dalton could. But he got that ball out, though. He got the ball he out, got for the sure. ball out, yeah. though. But he was getting murdered back there. He got yeah. that ball out, <laughs> He was getting murdered back there yeah. on a consistent basis. I just think that, that that is something that Bears fans really need to look at and say, like, yes, I do I believe that if, if Justin Fields leaves uh, that he'll go on and have success if he's put in the right system? 100%. I hope he does. But – Two games right now, don't be surprised if that's Matt Eberflus' thinking on this because he wants to keep his job. And it should be. I think that one of the things you got to consider, too, is the locker room hasn't won two games in a row either. I think that's the tough part, though. The locker the room. The locker room is a very Justin Fields locker room. Yeah, but it's like – He hey. is their leader. Like, when everybody's like, this isn't the Mike White situation where everyone hates Zach Wilson. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And they like Mike White yeah, because they yeah. hate Zach Wilson. No, it's yeah, not I mean, that. like every there's always a guy that you hate. I, it's not just. Here's the one thing that I thought about when it comes to the locker room that really stood out to me is how much he spreads the ball and spreads the love. I mean, he got a lot of receivers involved. There's incentives in those contracts. Bajan, yeah. there's incentives in those contracts. Those are those are real. That's money. That's how they feed their families. So like, they don't really winning. implement. Try to implement that until the end of the season, though, bro. Nah, nah. Yeah, receivers want to get. The, I mean, I mean, yeah, the the, the, the incentives are there, but that's not really. Uh, we we not gonna feed these guys until really. Yeah, that's the, the end of the year. But you got to be close to your incentives. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's yeah. and up to that, they weren't oh, close. Yeah, and now yeah. you're like, hey, this kid comes in and like he's spreading the love. I may be able to do X, Y, Z. Guess what? That boosts morale. That does that. So yeah, you could be my guy. I love you to death, but I ain't getting paid with you, baby. We ain't we ain't breaking no bread like that. So like that's the part that comes into me, and I didn't even think about that. To Olin Cruz mentioned it. Olin Cruz mentioned something along like is 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 Tyson has the opportunity to win the 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 locker room over by how much he spreads the ball and I was like yo I didn't even think about that I especially didn't think about that because it came from Olin Cruz and I keep thinking about getting stuffed in lockers but uh, <laughs> speaking of the white out <laughs> no no wait a second <laughs> no, it's totally different situation baby what are we talking about but anyway but like 
I think there's something to be said about that because Justin Fields, one of his weaknesses, I think, is sometimes he kind of stares down the barrel of, and even though it's great that we got that wide receiver one and DJ Moore, I think sometimes when he tries to bail out, he looks for that that home run pass instead of the Facts. dunks. Facts. And so you're not spreading it all over the place. You know, you rarely hear Tunyon's name. You rarely hear Cole Komet's name at times. You know, it's either DJ Moore. I don't think you hear Mooney's name a lot at times in games. And so, yeah, spreading the ball, there may be something to be said about him winning over the locker room with that. And when people sit there and say that there's not a controversy, there's not a controversy when you have a, a QB that's winning. Like, if this is a winning situation and then the backup comes in, you're like, oh, when everybody likes the backup, then, like, yeah, that's cool. Like, that's different. But you weren't in a winning situation. You were in a situation where you were questioning a lot of stuff. You were waiting for some consistency. We had that. I didn't even realize the game we went to was the first home game win in the year. That was the first home game win in 386 days. I didn't know that. Like, I knew I was conscious of the fact that we hadn't won, but I was like, yo, I thought we just won. Both of them were on the road. I totally forgot that it was on the road. Yeah, we beat uh, the Patriots in in uh, New England, and we just beat the commanders. I'm, I'm like, yo, like, that's big. That's big for the city. You got to think about that. So rolling with the high is a real thing. You only get so many games in the NFL season. So, like, I could see why you would do it. Does it make – Tyson, a better QB off the gate? No, he shouldn't be. He's he's a year one D2 quarterback in the NFL. But does it mean that he can have the opportunity to really excel as a professional on this level? Absolutely. And it's like, yo, yeah, Drew, like some of the most legendary QBs weren't the most talented. Drew Brees did not run like Lamar. I mean, like, uh, not Lamar Jack. Who was, who was this era? Mike Vick. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. Drew Brees was captain checkdown. Like, I mean, it's cool, but look at what he became because of the system they built around them and stuff like that. So, like, it's it's possible. So that's that's what's at stake here. Like, the narrative gets to grow, it gets to build, but it could be going in the right direction. It just – I look at it like this, man. Like, honestly, if he has a game similar to the last game where he throws 160 yards, one touchdown, I think that's good. I don't think that really signifies that it he's don't the change guy. Nothing. It yeah. doesn't yeah. change. Now, if he goes out there and this man throws three touchdowns, maybe has over 300 yards – Okay, now we're going to start talking about all right QB competition. Yeah. Now that that actually I changes. I think that's it. that's the part that people got to understand though. That that is the controversy. That's where the controversy begins. Once you me. show up, when you show up, mm-hmm. he managed the game. Did a good job. He played very well. He got you down the field. He didn't throw a pass over ten yards. Guess what they're going to take away? Yeah, he did. No, he did. He did several. He did. I, I literally have the passing chart right here. He's got one pass that got uh, – he got one pass over 10 yards. I think it was the Darnell. I think it was the Darnell Mooney. He got two. He got one to Tyson, one to Tyler, one to, uh, one to Darnell. Like, I, we were there. I know he threw that he one, one over pass the middle. here. That's a 15-yard pass. He's got two. He's got two. He's got two passes. That's, a, that's an 11-yard pass right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just over 10 yards. But the, the point of it is, right, like, they're not going to give you that. Or they shouldn't, right? Like, if they give that to you all day, you take it. But with what the Chargers are, they're probably not going to give you those throws all day for you to sit back there. Right, listen, Raiders are a dumpster fire. We know that. The defensive line is where their pressure is. Really, it's just Max Cross. Right. Outside, and Marcus Peters a little bit. But, like, they're they're a dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, like, they're they're Mm -hmm. the weakest three-win team in the NFL right now, for sure. And then what happens when now the tape is out, right? Now we see his habits and what he likes to do and what he will do and how the line is preparing and how the offense is being ran. Now when the tape is out, teams are going to adjust. Now that's where we really got to – I think it's a lot of people that's jumping the gun so fast. You know, it's a, you know, it's the hot topic. It's Bajant him. Is he the next Brady? And I'm just like, pump the brakes. Let's just – let's see how – the tape goes, and then everybody adjusts. Let's see how he plays against some better defense, and then, then we can maybe have a better, you know, argument as to who should be QB one. Yeah, no, I really, I mean, even to that point, is it clapped? Relax, relax, baby, relax. Hey, hey, Jesus, that got crazy. You can't hear that at home, Ringo, and y'all probably couldn't hear that on the on the uh, you dig. But man, there was some furniture Something moving. Something's going there. down. <laughs> this guy right super here, chat. man. Shout out to uh, Ebony Sales with the super chat. Says when Justin uh, is at QB, he's the best player on the field. When Beijing is at QB, more players get to be the best player on the mm. field. 
That's what wins games at the NFL level. It's not a bad take. It's not a bad take at all. It's not a bad take at all. It's a pretty good take, actually. That's good. Um, And and I don't disagree with that statement. But at all, um, if you can see Justin Fields operate in – that bro, you that point that shout out to Ebony Sales. You listen, that's a crazy that hit him so hard. Did yeah, you see his face on that? Did you see his face? That hit him so hard, dog. <laughs> oh my god, no, that, 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 that's a close the show, right? There. Oh man, no, that, it, it's a great point. But I think here's the thing, right? There, there are times where you want your but listen when, when Aaron Rodgers is on the field, that's when you want him, that's who you want to be a best player on the field, right? Like, yeah. But Justin Fields right now is just the best athlete. What I want from him is to be the best player that allows other players to be good. I've seen him do that in two games. The thing is, we saw that half against Washington. Or not Washington. We saw that half against uh, uh, um, Minnesota. Minnesota. And And nobody wants to give credit to the situation that Justin was in. Now, held the ball too long. He did. These are things that he has to fix. There's still things that uh, uh, year three quarterbacks always have to fix. I just watched uh, – I've watched a clip on the uh, the Dan Patrick show uh, on the way over here. And well, was, I think I know what you're talking about. It was about. Kirk Cousins going through uh, what they labeled his weaknesses as. Yep, yep. And I was dying laughing because he was, like, dismissing all these weaknesses. And I was like, I'm not going to lie. They're pretty spot on them. <laughs> hey, that was a pretty accurate – and they said this about him in the draft, right? Doesn't mean that Kirk Cousins shouldn't be starting at the NFL level. It means that Kirk Cousins has weaknesses. You know why I watched that clip? Because it was Kirk Coco Bangs, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk Bangs, baby. You know what I'm talking about. That's all I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a you, you, you really got it. You really got to stop this man. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever. What, what I do want to see Justin do is have the time that he had in those commanders games, in that Denver game, to go out there and, and continue to do that with the same setup. And I think that the Bears finally found a good setup at their offensive line position mm-hmm. to go out there and do that. And Braxton Jones is getting healthy. I believe uh, on the injury report today, he was a full go as well. So there's a lot riding on this. And I think I think a win in this week, unless Tyson goes out there and shows you something phenomenal. Um. Our definitions he of phenomenal, phenomenal are so many different levels. Though. I mean, 250 yards. 250 yards is average. Yeah, That's plus. average, yeah. though. Yeah, but that would be for phenomenal him, for, for him. D2 that, dude second, in his second, second game as a rookie. Yeah, against the Chargers? Yeah. I mean, you got that, be, that would be I'd a be phenomenal game with Khalil Mack and Nick Bosa on the other side. Yeah, yeah. That's a phenomenal game. I, I think it's possible, but I think that's what you should expect. 225 to 250 from your starting kid. I mean, the, cra- the crazy thing is, too, I wanted to add to that point that that Ebony he's, was talking about, um, um, even even with even with him, even with Bajan spreading the ball around, the thing is, I need my I need my QB to be that dude in the last two minutes because the the I mean, if if anything, I think we've seen it the last two weeks, right? Like everybody calls Brock Purdy a system quarterback. They get into the jam. They get into a jam last two weeks. Uh. The the first the first week against Cleveland, he gets you down now. They get a field goal, Moody misses. Um, you know, the, the second week after that, I mean that I mean, up until that pick, they were driving. So I mean he he's clearly shown that in the, in those moments he can be that guy. But I mean, you know, only only time will tell. It's gonna be sec it's gonna be Bayes' second start. So we we'll see. I got yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. I got a question with that though. Like I understand that he has to be phenomenal, but y'all do realize that the the chips are stacked against him on that end as well. Like you're expecting him to be phenomenal in his second start of his entire career. Oh, I, I didn't like, say that. That, that is like oh, no, it's I'm improbable. Saying, saying you know that, what I'm saying? Like, no, but I'm saying that's the situation you have to be in to go out there and change your whole organization up. Yeah, true. To shake your whole organization up. I'm not saying that I expect Tyson Major to do that, but to me, that's when you start to have the conversation on. Oh, this guy is a, a re- we got a real quarterback controversy here. This guy went out there and got the job done. And I want people to understand this: there's a such thing as fool's gold. We should know this by now as Bears fans. As Bears, how fans many for times sure. have we seen a, a backup quarterback go out there and look great in two games? Kyle Orton, yeah. And then game three get there, and they got tape. Now Kyle Orton could keep doing it. We should. I, we, I don't know why we moved off Kyle Orton so well, fast. Jake Cutler, Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah. That's why we moved off. Of. But he should have started in the Super Bowl. I don't he care did. What he should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have started in the Super Bowl. It's crazy. Worst uh, decision. So, of, so we uh, agree. Kyle Orton was the was the dude, though. 
he was a dude. He was a dude. He had so he had a moment or like that we just. No, bought. he had he had a nice career. He was a he was a dude though. He was a journeyman quarterback. He was, that, Foley, like, he was a little Nick Folsey. Yeah, I, don't know, I think that's fair. Uh, I think that's a fair. Uh, Nick, no, Foles? Nick, no, really. Nick Foles got benched. Or, Orton, Orton was was no. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he's not Nick Foles. Nah. Hey, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl and operated a solid. What was that? What did he come in week ten or something like yeah, that? He was, Nick he was Foles cooking. had a nice little run, bro. That's I think I think it was I think it was like week eleven. Yeah, clean pocket, but Orton beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> like, hey, but Pat, uh, you, what you what you seeing though is like even with Brock Purdy, right? So now the Christian McCaffrey might be down, and you know they're getting some players. Well, uh, uh, Debo's is hurt. That makes a huge difference in his ability to be productive yeah. on the field. And so, like, yeah. if you got your guys in there doing that, and that's what's elevating you to be this MVP level quarterback. Now, what's going to happen when you know uh, Bajor doesn't have that line that's protecting him the way it was last game? Same thing that happens if Justin Fields though. Same, same thing, thing that, happen. that happens when every quarterback though. That's the one you thing. Struggle. That's the one thing that I gave Kirk Cousins in that clip. He said he said he struggles with pressure in his face. He said every quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, it's not it's not many quarterbacks that don't struggle with pressure in their face. You right. hit you, quarterbacks, <laughs> except except Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was the only one. No, Andrew, except for Drew Brees. Andrew, Andrew Luck was amazing. No. Drew Brees' whole career, he's half the time he's under pressure. Andrew like Luck. literally, statistically, he was Andrew, like half yeah, the time. Wow. But hey, and Michael, hey. Real quick, um, I, <laughs> they said they said you hit a quarterback, uh, it's not gonna make a difference. Andrew Luck got hit so much, and they was like, except this guy. <laughs> that's, oh, that's literally what defensive coaches would be talking about with Andrew Luck. They'd be like, I don't know what Joe Burrow in that him, conversation but too. You hit him, and he get better. <laughs> Y'all hit him softly, <laughs> and we hit. They hit him so much, he's out the league now. Oh yeah, and Joe Burrow about to follow him right. So get, so guess what? It only lasts so long. It baby. only lasts so long. <laughs> so, hey, you can't hey, keep getting hit. Tom like Brady was looked looked real average yeah, with pressure on him. You can't keep getting hit like that. Let me ask y'all this though: What does a loss do in this situation? Depends the Bears, on how, it, Bears end up losing this game. Depends on how you lose. I mean, even with depending on how you lose, are you two and six at that point? Depend I'm talking about for the season. What does a loss do for you in this game? Now, I guess right there could be something major if we see Beijing go out there throw 300, two tutties, all that right. Like, and then all of a sudden it's like, I mean, we lost, but like, I so mean, this man threw 300, two tutties. Like, I'm, yo, let's like go ahead, go ahead. I would still say we're still in limbo because if you're saying that we're still on the fringes of the outside of the playoffs, if it's I, loss, two and six, you out. No, really. Two and, and five. Two Minnesota's three and this, four. This NFC, maybe not. Minnesota's three and four. Yeah, I'm just saying, game. statistically, I don't think we would we would still be in limbo. I still think if we lose, okay, yeah, we have less of a chance to make the playoffs. But the the whole league is trash, so we still may still the whole have a league chance. is bad, bro. But yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I forgot who we had. This is a former QB, legendary QB. You had an interview uh, I was listening to um, the other day. And he said something. No, it wasn't Tom, uh, Tony Dungy. He just said this. He was talking about evaluating Justin Fields. He says, I'm not worried about the record. I'm worried about development. And I'm like, I've been saying that this entire time. Like, if you're in a situation where you need to find out if you have the guy or guys yeah. on, on these one-year contracts, it's how you lose matters. Like, is this a close game? Is this a manageable thing that we had an opportunity to win? That matters. Like, you're, you're talking about, like, skip the QB aside. But if we're going to stick with Tyson Bajan, like, realistically, he went out there and did battle with the Chargers and, and had a, a game against Justin Herbert, who we all, like, Justin Herbert threw 14,000 yards in, like, three years. Like, Justin Herbert has a chance to be a generational talent. Like, hey, it, listen, like hey, realistically, listen, I know I it's may, a lot I of might be, yards, but. I might be, I might be the only one on this train. Hey, Justin Herbert, whack. He's Whoa. not. Yeah, that's you only one on a train, bro. Come on, man. Hey, yo, you, you only one on a train. I think. I think it's on. No, I can't. I can't go. Leads the NFL right now among active quarterbacks. Yeah, amongst losses. Here. Among active quarterbacks and uh, and fourth quarter turnovers. Yeah, I think his coaching is whack. Yeah. I bro, think that's the, 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 the coaching. The coaching is whack. Numbers, bro, and it's just like. I'm like, that's great, but wait till the fourth quarter. And I swear, every time I say wait till the fourth quarter, it happened. It happens, it bro. Happened. Like, every wait time. till the fourth quarter. Bro, I literally said they was up for I think I don't think none of y'all was there. When we was uh 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 playing cards at Joe Crib when they was uh or not at Joe Crib, maybe it was at Amy Crib, somebody crib. Uh and uh it was Amy Crib. They was playing the Jaguars. Yeah, they was up and got to, they was up what 28 to, to seven or something like that. Everybody's like, oh, this game over. I was like, Justin Herbert in here. It's the second half. They defense gave up, though. Like, they defense allowed Jackson 
to get back into that Jacksonville to get back into that game. He didn't score no more touchdowns. Yeah, but he put them in a position to be up. (laughs) He didn't score no more touchdowns. (laughs) Like like that's but you see what I'm saying? Like that's the crazy part. Yeah. Justin Herbert is still put them in a position to be dominating that game. Right. So he gets the credit for the loss, even though they didn't that offense didn't score against Justin Herbert. They scored against their defense. Yeah. Right. So that defense gave up on. So how you lose matters, because my opinion on Justin Herbert is he's a good, great, cute potential QB with a whack coach. Like what's it? Staley? Brandon Staley is whack. Staley is whack. Brandon Staley is he has way too much talent for this team to be in limbo. Yeah, no. Like he he, 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 he is Billy Donovan. Fired. He he should get fired. I get he's you. Billy Donovan. Yeah. Like for real. Like hey, I don't a, know what's a, happening here. He's Billy Donovan Donovan. going around though. You said what? A lot of billies going around though. That's a lot of billies. Around. It's a, a lot, lot of billies right here. A lot of billies. And if it's a, if- everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If it's a lot of Kirks, it's a lot of Billies. Yeah, it's a lot of Billies in the league right if there's now. a lot of Kirks, it's hey, a lot Billy of Billies. Billy Donovan is, is we're going to get into hey, that in yo, a second half. We got to talk to you on that at the end of the show. But, but, but like, well, for yeah. real, though, like, you, you got a, a, a top running back. You got great names on your defense. It's an open house thing going on. I know. The whole thing uh, wild. Everybody got the door open. They're selling stuff. You know? <laughs> oh, hey. Wow. He just oh, wants man, someone boy. to be getting clapped. Uh, uh, wasn't on me. <laughs> he got me. He got me. I lost my thought. What was your point? <laughs> what were you saying? You know what? Uh, let's go to Billy Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's touch on this first. How about we do this? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, dog. Now, nah, realistically speaking, though, just to put a bow on it, right? Because we always we're terrible at that. We we get to talking and laughing, and then we'll never finish <laughs> nothing off. I I think that in this situation, right, a loss puts you where you start to look around the locker room and say, okay, are we holding on to these pieces long term? A win to me, Jalen Johnson isn't getting moved. Um, you're, you're you're probably paying him at the end of the season, and that's a very small thing, right? It's, a, it's a win that puts you at three and five because I think at that point you're still trying to compete. Yeah, you but, can't compete if you remove Jalen Johnson from this thing. Yeah, but let's say he goes out there, he gives you another pick. He gives you another pick. So you he's doing value like his like I wouldn't trade him because he's doing. You still need that player. Yeah. You still need what he brings to the table, so don't get rid of him. You pay pay that man his money. Like he, that's, if he's that's, that's a matter of if you want to pay him. Though. Pay hey, that man his money. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be like this. For uh, uh, quarterback applies to every player on that field. He is not Ryan Poles pick. So so then Ryan but Poles he's pulled, dra- and Ryan Poles drafted five DBs since uh, since Jalen Johnson has been here. But he would be the best performing DB. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So you pay him his money since when? No. No, probably Fuller. I was about no. to say Kyle since okay. Kyle Fuller. Right. Like okay. you pay him his money. Like if where is where does he stack amongst the people at his position league wide? I mean, he's very good for. Is he top ten at his position league wide? No. no, top fifteen league wide. No, is he the trying pro- to? Get- the problem is he has all the numbers except takeaways. He's got two right. takeaways. Those are the second and third takeaways. He's got two takeaways. I'll say this: his career, you pay DBs for takeaways. I'll say this. Now, the Bears, he's an elite DB. He is. QBR against him is like 22 right now. Yep. Uh, his pass breakup numbers are tops of the tops. Like, he's a really, really good DB. They just don't throw his way. They Well, no, they throw to him. Hey, listen, we got to stop saying that, too. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't like us saying A.J. Brown was, was right on the other side of him. <laughs> Hey, AJ hey, Brown. Hey, yeah, hey, he score, though. Hey, hey, he did not score a touchdown. He didn't score, though. He didn't score a touchdown. But he got 180 yards. AJ Brown's elite right now. I ain't on that hill. <laughs> you, know, you know, you get halfway through an argument, you be like, I ain't winning this, one, but I can't give it up. Hey, he was like, he did well. 180 yards. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, 186 yards. Was crazy, so he just bro. went down the field twice on him. Huh? 186 yards is crazy. Um, but no, even with that, though, right? Like, Justin Jefferson against him. He's had up games, he's had down games. He's like, there, there are – there's so many things to look at, but for me, when you talk about paying guys – I mean, you, you're probably paying – if you franchise tag them, you're paying them 18. You're trying to get a little bit below that. So you're talking about maybe 17, 16 million. That's Xavier Howard money. He ain't Xavier Howard. No, he's not. 
Well, Xavier Howard was in a better defensive situation, though. He got help. 100%. But so when you got help, and it's not. But but I'm not going to pay you based on what could happen. I'm going to pay you based on what you've done for me and what I hope you continue to do. So talk, now, talk with a pass rush. Yeah, yeah. I they, do they, believe that Jalen Johnson could be a better DB. Because you have pressure on the QB that forces him to make passes that he normally would. The problem is. We don't have a pass rush. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm saying, like, doesn't that matter? It's it's like it I, does I, matter, I, I use it to like the but, QB but situation. It, it matters, but here's the thing: the GM's job is to get you as cheap as possible. So, to the GM, it don't matter, especially a GM that is not the GM that drafted you. Talk me through that though. Like, like I'm this is like a real question. Like, I I'm gonna go QB, not to say Justin Tyson. That's not that, but like a QB who's a good QB but has no receivers, their number is gonna look different than a QB that has good receivers. A, a, a QB who has decent receivers but no offensive line. It's like like you have so many different things that impact them, right? But QBs typically get their money because you identify talent. Yeah, we could just identify why Jalen Johnson's numbers may not be elite, but the stuff that he does control on, a, on for the most part, he does pretty well in. Like well, I mean, if the defensive pressure is there from the line, then yeah, that allows the cornerbacks to kind of jump passing lanes. And be a little bit more confident in just jumping lanes and getting more interceptions, more. And more so chance. he can't just do like that. Eddie now. Jackson used to do. So he can't do that now, right? I, not realistic. It's not that he can, but I think that that he's probably he doesn't a little gamble. Bit more conservative. He's not going to yeah. gamble with it because the guys that have been for most of his career, right, has been Bojack behind. Mm -hmm. Bojack can't tackle. Nope. So like, <laughs> so right. So if I gamble, this dude probably going to that. <laughs> yeah. So like, here's one of the situations I feel like if you don't give it like. Not taking a flyer on him at this point, you risk – this is where I really say you risk losing a player who could have made major impact as you fixed everything else. That's the question there. Like, I know that we, like, use that for, like, excuses on everything else, but, like, the statistics show that he – that like you said, his pass break was pretty good. All the stuff is there. If he had pressure on a QB, he could potentially have more impact and stuff like that. So, like, what happens then? Like, why – how how do you like just move away from that when it's like other factors that lead into him not the being able to get those numbers? The really would concern me with Jalen Johnson is if uh, the locker room effect if we traded him away because that was something that was real with Roquan. I was fine with you trading away Roquan because I knew right like I, I told y'all we can go get linebackers. We went and got them. Like I, you you can find linebackers. Like the Bears are elite at it. We our, our whole history is linebackers. Um, but the effect that it had on that locker room, remember that defense was kind of not, it wasn't becoming elite, but they were starting to become a unit that it was like, okay, we know how to play with each other. We know what it'd be. And you ripped the heart of it out. Mm. Mm. You have to worry about that aspect of it as well. And that's why a lot of times when I talk about. Um, Where do you get those players now though? what do you mean? Like you're not going to get those players. No, if you trade Jalen Johnson, you trade them for picks. You're not going to get players. So in the you, NBA, in the I'm sorry, in the NFL, you usually don't trade players for players. So you, you usually trading a player for some picks. So now we're like looking at building through the draft to get those type I mean, of we players. We still are, and I think that's the thing. Even with right, unless yeah. we go out here and and they did put the draft capital out there for what they want for Chase Young and or Montez Sweat, which could be a building block for the future. But outside of trading for the, it's a second and third round pick basically. But outside of trading for them, your team is still building through the draft, no matter what. We're going into the draft next year looking for cornerstone pieces. You got to have some veterans, veterans though. You do have to have some veterans, but at that point, right? You have Jaquan Brisker, who's been a really good player for you on his third year. You probably still have Eddie here because I don't think anybody's going to take Eddie right now. Like he's mm -hmm. so beat up, and you're probably just going to have to ride that contract out. That's it is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you'll have your vets set on your defensive line, different things like like that. It's it's he's trying to build this from youth. And at the end of the day, you still got to build, right? You're trying to sit here and develop a three technique out of yeah. two young players. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to allow those young players to develop unless there's an elite three technique that you like, hey, you listen, you're a backup. I just say this. It's 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 a hard job to be a GM in any sport. Oh, it ain't easy. But even harder in the NFL, in my opinion, when it comes to this, because this is uh, there's so many different moving pieces that we the average friend doesn't give credit to. And so salute to uh, Ryan Poles because depending on who you ask, he been trash. But if you really look at it, he been hitting on a lot of his particular picks. So I mean, it's I've it's, never it's crazy. thought that he. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've never thought that he was trash because for me, looking at Ryan Poles, like there are moves that I think he's missed on. Facts. GMs miss mm -hmm. all the time. 
in the NFL, if your GM hits at a 55% clip, he's a good GM. And I'm talking about draft capital. I'm talking about uh, 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 trades. Draft trades. I'm talking about like if your guy is hitting at a 55% clip, that means you're right almost half, half the, time. the time. And that's an elite GM. A good GM, you're talking about maybe 45%. Mm. Because yeah. you're just trying to find those cornerstone pieces that can then work together. And that's why a lot of times for me, it comes down to relationships. It comes down to coaching staff. It comes down to scheme because of all the things that have to take place yep. for your team to be elite. I mean, my, my favorite thing in the world is Tommy Waddle breaking down how much it takes for a five-yard route to work. Wheel route. Mm. I, it, it's, it's, you're talking about 15, 16 things have to go exactly right or it's an incomplete pass or a turnover. And it has to happen at once. And so when I when I look at kind of the job that Ryan Pace has done, I look at the guys that everybody was begging him to pay money for mm. and how awful they've been. Now, he got, he got a little lucky with Larry Ogunjobi. I ain't going to lie. Mike McGlinchey. McGlinchey is cheeks. <laughs> yeah. And Mike McGlinchey is a horrible. Bro. He's he's he don't even look like a good player. Hey, hey bro. Hey, I, I hey, like he, for him sticking to his guns on. He over already. I didn't appreciate it in the not moment. Not drafting what? Jalen Carter. I mean, uh, Javon Carter. Not Javon Carter. You know what I'm talking about. Jalen Carter. Jaylen Carter. Jaylen Carter. Um, I liked him sticking to his guns on that one. He just knows he don't have a, the infrastructure for it. Yeah. By the way, is Jalen Carter still like wrecking havoc every week? I feel like oh, he, he's he's the uh, few weeks, but. Feel like everybody's like, oh my god, how yeah. could you take Darnell Wright? And then it was just like they Philly's been having some issues good. getting the ball to AJ Brown, and then AJ Brown started crying and he started getting the ball more. He's in a Jalen Hurts. Thank you, AD. What a lot Appreciate of you, AD. But AJ AJ Brown is uh you get him the ball. <laughs> you you yeah. get him the ball. Yeah, you should be you having know. that conversation on getting quarterbacks the ball. Hey, hey, let's let's just be clear. Jalen Hurts, you get him the ball. There's no reason for you to be sitting there not getting on the ball. So, like, I know you want to say chillax and all that stuff, but guess what? Pass the rock, bro. Uh, let's <laughs> keep this thing moving along, man. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Uh, I did want to touch on this a little bit as well. The NCAA is fully in on investigating Jim Harbaugh and or Michigan as a whole, not just Jim Harbaugh. That's whack. I mean, listen. There's, there's, some, there's some pretty tough evidence out here that say that they was all in on cheating in this month. Ain't but you ain't trying. That's wild. if Jim Harbaugh is found to have connection with this, we would not find out about it until after he probably ends up leaving on a, uh, you know, we agreed amicably to come together and we just felt that it was best for the university if, uh, you know, Jim uh, wasn't around here anymore. And uh, Jim agreed that uh, he didn't want to take part in the college game. You know how they do all that, like, nice talk to basically say, we ain't want to fire him. But so you're saying should, the, no should the Bears be in on it? Yep. Should the Bears yeah. be in on him? Yep. And does it bother you if you know 110% that because if he leaves, you pretty much know? Nope. You want to know why? Because and Bill, I'm talking about sign stealing. Bill Belichick cheated, like. But that you said it right there. Because who Bill did it? Bill Belichick cheated. Guess what? Tom Brady had four games with the Flake Gate. At this time, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, baby. Go ahead, get him. Pay him that seven million dollars a year. Keep it moving. Because yeah, guess sir. what? That is, you think You're Justin up to ten? You probably up to ten. No, you got caught cheating. It's a seven million dollar contract, right? Hey, listen, hey, come on, baby. Hey, listen, I, if we was at four and a half with, with right. Buddy right here. I'm gonna give you seven, make do with it. Because guess what? If you believe Justin Fields is a generational quarterback, and I think he has an ability, that's the one cute, that's the one coach I believe that can get the most out of him. It is weird to think of Jim Harbaugh as a quarterback's coach or like as an offensive minded guy. I don't know why that's weird to me. It really feels weird to me when I look at him. I'm just like, yeah, he, he knows offense because his brother. Downs a special team. Like, That's what I'm saying. His yeah, brother was yeah, yeah. complete opposite. It's, nah, I don't. I don't know. Like, it, I just look at Jim, and Jim just seemed. It, you know what it is, and this is why I think so many people like Jim and want Jim. Jim is Chicago. Like, yeah. you look at this dude, and you just like, hey, bro, like, what you doing in Michigan? I'm gonna give you another thing. He's more in tune with this generation of player because of his coaching experience. He's more in tune with this. 
all the like we're going yeah, young and everything like that. He's yeah. he's more in yeah. tune with those players. Ah, because yeah. he's been a college coach and stuff. Exactly. Like that. He's dealing yeah. with these young. Boys. So bringing them over, yeah. he, I think you have a bigger impact. He can relate better to those players, and he still has the repertoire. I mean, the resume to garner their respect that Ibrahimovic just doesn't. I don't know if they don't respect Ibrahimovic. Well, I know Chase Claypool did. <laughs> it, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be like oh they don't respect him as a man or anything like that but like let's be real jim harper comes with a storied yeah you know like he has a he got a player this that and the other hey, like josh pruitt facts pete carroll in usc hmm. pete carroll left usc for pretty much the same reason yeah you know i mean it was a very like all right we're gonna uh move on we appreciate you guys hey uh wait a minute where you going uh you under arrest i don't work there anymore and <laughs> I I like I love it. Hey, hey, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just I I Ryan Pose need to be on the phone right now. Hey, hey, baby, listen. Check this out. Oh, he probably already had that conversation. Hey, and the, the connection yeah, is there. It. Kevin Warren, they got the connection. Go. Oh, Kevin Warren you should know be on Kevin the phone. Kevin Warren love Jim. Hey, Kevin, Kev, Jim, like Jim, listen here, baby. We've been to yeah. move. I feel like Pose already had the conversation, though. Like, you gotta think about it. It's because uh, I I heard somebody say like oh yeah if they if they get six wins like for uh flutes and guess he coming back like nah nah, nah. listen you initiate one if it's one thing we know already is that uh is that Paul's is progressive so it's like you know if if they, if he don't feel like they getting the job done they are getting up out of here so you already know that him uh him Kevin and Jim already had that conversation I feel like. That's finalized. That's done, and you know, it, Man, listen. It, it's it's all but signed at this point. So it's a matter of time. Oh, hey. you think it's already a done deal? Hey, listen, I'm oh, telling yeah, you, no, nah, I, nah, I think it's already a done deal. This is how Ryan Poe's gonna get us. He gonna bring in uh Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh gonna play. Hey, listen, you know that dude who you all make this imaginary position for to work at home? Yeah, I'm gonna give him that defensive coordinator job right there. We're gonna bring Lovey back. And then all of a sudden, the entire Bears fan base is going to go nuts. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Oh, nah. Jim definitely one of them was. It's like, nah, you ain't taking my job. Nah, well, nowhere near my job. You think, you think? <laughs> I think Jim. I You're think not going to be anywhere near my. Nah, Jim. I ain't going to lie to you. Jim is a. Uh, He's a territorial dude. Jim, Jim, he say it's my team. He said, Chicago. You. I don't need you. And I ain't going to lie to you. Like, you know what it is, too? It's the. It's the conversation in a relationship that to me right jim harbaugh wanted to go back to michigan because that's where right his former head coach had so much success at and sat there for so long and he wanted to be a part of that storied franchise and you know like going out there and getting your alma mater a win at a national championship win they ain't even had a shot at it really but a national championship hey hey hey, hey, hey. i mean listen just, cool. you, hey, hey didn't you just hey, find a college team hey hey you hey just found a college hey, team didn't you hey, i don't mean you i just I, found I, your college team oh, yeah i mean listen right. don't, don't be mad at me that jim harbaugh ain't brought y'all no closer to a championship wow. than hey anybody hey. uh but if he gets that close in chicago though he like you were like, you don't have to win a championship in Chicago. You just have to be good now, here's, consistently. Here's the question. <laughs> here's the question that I will ask everybody, though, right? Everybody sitting here right now that's sitting there complaining. Oh, again, uh, Ryan Pose didn't get the pick, Matt Eberflu. He didn't get his own head coach. If Jim Harbaugh called back, come back here. Y'all think Matt Eberflu's got, or uh, Ryan Pose got anything to do with that? No. No, there might be somebody. That's else a Kevin that. Warren, I, George McCaffrey. George. Yeah. Yeah. George was out drinking while Jim was out drinking. I think, I think that's it's a George. Kevin. Yeah. I think it's something that has to go past, obviously go past Pose, but I mean, yeah. That's about it. Hey, uh, Kevin. Yeah, I just want to slide this pass <laughs> right, right past the right. You know <laughs> that's who we're going to be hiring. That's 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 you mean this you guy you're gonna be yeah. okay with it, right? Right, this guy, yeah, that's exactly what's gonna happen. It's gotta go past pole, it's sliding right past his face. Um, but no, I just I, I just I really feel like what you just say, shut Slide, up, shut up, hey. <laughs> shut up. Hey, 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 h
I don't know if that's that crazy. And this I, is I'm how. That. Hey, listen, listen. Ryan Pose as a GM will we'll have a be in a very interesting situation. This is how we pivot, baby. Hey. We're gonna go to another GM who's uh, hey, in a very interesting here, situation. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for the train. I'm saying we gonna we gonna go this we way. We got 103 <laughs> in this mug, man. Hit that like button if you haven't done so. Every time you guys hit that like button, it really does help the channel out, man. I want to ask y'all this question because the Chicago Bulls started playing last night. Which did they? season? Uh, right? Did they though? <laughs> did they really start playing last night? <laughs> Which season opener was worse, the Chicago Bulls or the Chicago Bears? The Bulls got beat by 20 pretty much only in the fourth. Like, they just didn't show up in the fourth quarter. They thought it was three quarters and they was good. It was like Bears versus Denver. Or the Chicago Bears taking the L to the Green Bay Packers because last Ooh. night was atrocious. But we had so much. You know what it is? I don't think we were as hype. Yeah. I, I was. I thought the Bears was coming in with a little bit of energy yeah. here. They did not. That's why it's the. That's why it's the worst loss. It, it, it's it's definitely the Bears. I mean, come on, because not only did we think as a team that they improved vastly, the pundits, all the media was saying was getting behind this team, saying, "Oh, this is the year." Uh, I forgot the guy's name that works on ESPN. He always Orlovsky. huh? Greeny. Uh, yeah, Orlovsky. Orlovsky was the yeah, main Orlovsky. one saying that he could be in MVP conversations, maybe not be the MVP, but he could get to that level. And we bring that out against Jordan Love, who nobody thought was going to be good at the start. And Jordan Love, like, come on, that man, game, he picked us apart. He ain't cook and sense. Now, hey, and now he trash. He ain't yeah. cook sense. He looked like he, he looked ain't like since Bakhtiari went down. Man. <laughs> well, see, yeah, that, that's I agree with that. That's the reason why it's it was so terrible to see the Bears lose at home against Green Bay. And Jordan Love looking like the guy at that time, like that, that was depressing to me. Like I felt depressed. The Bulls losing yesterday, I did feel depressed, but it wasn't like I had an expectation that they were going to be more than a 45-win team anyway. They went up against a really good hey, Oklahoma listen, City Thunder team. If the Bulls team. play like that, we ain't talking about 45. <laughs> Oh man, we might be off. talking about forty-two. But I mean, here's the you thing: still in the forty? No, subtract ten. Hey, if the Bulls play like that, bro. Hey, and I said, I said this yesterday. I said this on Locked On Bulls. I said this on uh, Locked On NBA a little bit as well, but mostly on Locked On Bulls. Uh, this ain't, you know, we're gonna wait twenty-five games to see what this is. You got right. This is real continuity. This is not yep. two in it. This is not right. Like. Yep. Uh, uh, the Bears continuity, right? This is real continuity. This is y'all been together two and a half years, pretty much. I mean, Vooch been here a little bit longer. They fighting already. Game one, we had a we had a, a players only meeting, and Mark Eversley quantified it as I'm glad to know that they care, which we'll see, right? Like that's that's really what this is. The players only meeting is only good if they go out there and they win three of their next four. And Vooch got into it with Billy on the bench. Well, I think that's all the same conversation. On the bench. Here's, here's the one thing I will say about that. It's it's I mean, we already know Bears loss was worse. Against your against your rivals in the division. You only have 17, 18 get weeks. Like realistically, we know that that's what here's what makes the here's what makes the Bulls just as depressing, though. Not just continuity. Billy still ain't figured out his lineup. Oh my you know what? I'm not mad at the rotation. I wasn't mad at the rotations. What I was mad at. Why Carter gets set 16 minutes? Did you go for one for four? Why who? Carter got he got 16 minutes, went one for four, and did nothing. I watched that game and I watched him. Did he specific. play good defense? Not really. No, no. He, he really didn't do much. He's not a all. good. He's no. not a great defensive player. Hey, man. He never hey, has been. Hey, Shay hey, Gildress told him up. Who? Shay told that man. No, I mean, Shay told him. Shay, Shay, yeah, that's Shay. Shay told everybody. Hey, 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 let's not get a loss. He had, he had P. Will going oh the other way. <laughs> I was like, ankles. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, he went that way? Dang. Like, what I is he doing over there? Hey, Drummond did snatch uh, Chet's Bro, ankles. But, but see, mad. that's the part that irritated me yesterday when I was watching that game was like. You have no interior people they, who can they, stop them. They, they had nobody to stop. Like what Chet gonna do when Andre Drummond can cook? What? Somebody? This is Chet. Hey, Chet. <laughs> this is Chet. What is he gonna do? Let me be. Let, let's be real about this. When's the last time Andre Drummond cooked somebody? I mean, it depends on how much time you give him. He got. I mean, whatever. Detroit. No, legitimately cooked somebody. Oh, uh, I mean Detroit. Detroit. Four years. Detroit. Four years. 
he cross-checked and dunked on him yeah. and moved him out the way, basically, like he didn't exist there. And Vooch did the same thing. And at no point in that game did you look around and go, hey, why don't we get a ball to them? That's my issue with Billy Donovan. Yeah. It's not – I actually like the rotations that they threw out there. Yeah. But you know what? When something is working or there's a hot hand or something is consistent and you go, well, that don't fit with our rotation, it's time for you to go to the bench. That's he's, too he's too scripted. He's, he's, he's uh, way too scripted. On top of that. And but here's the thing. It's tough, right? Most coaches are. Here's the funny Most thing. Most NBA coaches are. Have y'all there's a couple of them that we talk about that are elite at not being a part of the script. Have y'all looked at our roster and like really compared it to where AK came from? We are a discount. I, I don't know. I don't Denver. know why. No, yeah. Discount Denver. We're discount, discount Denver. Discount Denver, Chad. Hey, that's all we are. We are the great value Denver Nuggets. Now, here's the thing. Great value Denver Nuggets should be a playoff team because of how we're constructed. Here's the problem. You know what they do that we don't do? We don't play through our bigs. Well, we I don't play don't, through I, our bigs at all. I don't want to play through Andre. Jones. They have a generational one. They have the best big in the league, though. I still have a top 10 big, though. That's a fact, but he doesn't do what Joe. I have a top does. ten big. I have two top ten shooting guards. Yeah, but last night I don't want to play. I should be able to create some stuff, and I should be able to identify mismatches. And I'm not doing it first game of the season. Yeah, last night I didn't want to. I didn't want them to play through my big. I wanted my big to play through Chet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's Run all through. I want. I just wanted him with the because there was only one mismatch yesterday. Yep. Lou Dort on DeMar DeRozan isn't a mismatch. He's, he's no, not going to be able to take Dort, advantage of him. Uh, Jalen Williams on Zach Levine is not, not a, mismatch. a mismatch. He's not going to be able to take advantage of him. Kobe White on Shea is not a mismatch. He's not going to be able to take advantage of him. There was one mismatch that was screaming at you the entire night. And everybody was like. Whoever stuck the big. Whoever, bro, Whoever stuck the big. They don't have nobody. They should have had to get to a point in last night's game where very much like the Bulls had to do at times. We have to take him out because we need to put somebody in there that weighs more. Mm -hmm. Force the double and allow your big to make the and Vooch is a good passing. And the big. Bulls bro, the Bulls can't throw an entry pass. Say they're like they ain't the NBA. Oh There's a, I ain't gonna lie to you. Fundamentals in bat. I, I like all the scoring, I like the high scoring, all that. Fundamentals in basketball is kind of dead. You want to know why they don't have a good entry pass? They don't have a point guard. Kobe White's not a point guard. He's a two guard. Kobe no, White is a two guard. He always has been a two yeah, guard. He's a combo. He, he's he's a two guard though. Look at his college tape. Everyone goes back to his college. Go back. He's a two guard. He's just not better than Zach. You know what I think? That's goes, cool. I, I, nah, I think but his handle is good enough that he could bring the ball up. I don't care. About you know that. how many two guards got good fact. handles? Yeah, but but bro, like th this is not a point guard thing. This isn't a pure point thing. You should anybody it's should be an in the entry pass. It's an entry pass. Everybody yeah. should into be in the man. post. That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's can, an entry pass. Everyone should they be were shading, that. and everybody on the team went. And you want to know why they should? And then on top of that, we hit, we missed so many wide open threes. Now I That's will say this. Too. I will say this. If I'm gonna give credit to Billy on anything, I hate the fact that you didn't adjust your game. That high post action, he got work. You got knocked down shot. That high post action where you got either Torrey Craig or Patrick Williams setting that screen up top for DeMar DeRozan or Kobe White or uh, Zach Levine or Kobe White, but they come off of it, it works. It works. And even and it works so well that even off of that, right? Oh, I got hit on the screen, so now I'm gonna play up on the shooter. There's play a play up, play up, play it worked. Play up, play up. Losing his voice. Hey, that man was on the court on that play. Nobody ever beat that man was like Stay three up. feet Stay on the court. But uh, but the offensive system that he had actually worked. Yeah. If they knock down threes. Yeah. Now you got to be the goddamn Golden State Warriors, though. They shot forty, and I don't think that uh, they shot forty-two. How many? They hit? I don't think we got the Golden State Warriors out there, boys. How many they hit? <laughs> Twelve. Turning a cruise ship. That's what it's turning a cruise. No, ship. yeah, it's it's slow. This is for what we saw last night. Is the system that will be for whoever we go out there and get in the future. But I'm glad to see the Bulls shooting. Like, listen, you never. I don't care what you say. We lost last night. Last night sucks. You will win no games in this NBA. You will make zero playoff series in this NBA. If you're not hitting threes. I think if you're not shooting more than 28 three-pointers a game. It's not even yeah. about hitting them. If you ain't shooting 28 three-pointers a game, yeah. you're not going to make this. You want to know why that statement is so true? That's the number one knock on the Phoenix Suns. They have too many mid-range shooters. Yeah, I think they can. They got some of the best. Ain't that wild, though? Like, yeah. I just said the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, 
and uh, you know Devin who I'm talking to, Devin Booker. Yeah. And we're talking about shooting. Yeah, like Devin Booker cooked the other day. And it's like, like they don't shoot enough threes. That's going to be the biggest yeah. knock on them. What Apparently the heck? That's to. the league they we're in now. Though. They just. But, they I, but I mean, but I mean, even even to that point though, kid. Like, I feel like I feel like it's a difference though. If you can kind of balance it out, then there then there's then there's not much of a discussion. Like when like when the but when the Bucks went when when Giannis and Middleton was hot. Like I, I think, uh, I think, like I think they said Drew and Chris Middleton like led the league in like mid range jump shots for the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, I, I feel like it gotta, it, it has to be a balance for this Bulls team. I like 42 is a lot. I don't think they got, you know, that caliber of shooter. Yeah. But I mean, the, the I, the I'm, I'm glad you stepped into the modern day NBA. <laughs> The difference, though, is Milwaukee's uh, three-point shooters, Brooke Lopez. Yeah. yeah. Brooke Lopez led the NBA in threes and blocks last year. Which, 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 was, which is wild. It's still wild. wild. Like, yeah. like that, that's a three-point shooter, so. And now Dame shooting 30 feet. Oh, yeah, man. We got to uh, gotta tune in with that game as well. Hey, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love, man. It was a bad start to the season. Hopefully the Bulls figure something out. Hopefully that players only meet. I love Billy Donovan saying my favorite thing. is He's like. They asked me for space. Or no, I, I came in and I was like, oh, hey, yeah. do y'all got space? And then, <laughs> or do y'all need more space? And then they was like, yeah. And I left. Yeah. And in my mind, all I thought was like he him opening the door. And DeMar was like, not now, Billy. You got it. I'll come back and find you. You want some of this, old man? <laughs> right. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's literally no. all I thought, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in to show love. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Appreciate you guys. Rocking with us on a daily basis. We'll be back tomorrow to close out the week and do a full preview with the super producer Joel Holt on this game. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. One love. Peace. Dwight. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.